All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, uh, Dave Wisman, uh, and, and he's a little bit unlike uh, most guests we have on this podcast in that he has some artistic ability, whereas most of our guests have none. Um, Dave, you want to introduce who you are, uh, and we'll get into a little bit of your background as we go. Well, I'm uh, David Wisman. Uh, I live in Southern Vermont. Uh, I've been uh, painting kind of religiously for about two, two and a half years now. Uh, prior to that, I was uh, coaching Division One football. I was a D-line coach at uh, 1A program. And then uh, for nine years, I was the uh, defensive coordinator at Sacred Heart University. And I'm not going to go back any farther than that because it's just a plethora of stops here and there. I don't want to bore anybody with it. But I jumped out of football and said I had enough of it and missing falls that are important to me for as far as hunting and being with my boys and so I packed it up put the put the last program in the rearview mirror and just stopped giving the United States any of my income anymore because I wasn't making any so um, so away I went and I uh, it's been fun it's been a good journey I, I've done I met some really good cool people via phone and also in person and uh and I'm just, uh, I'm always looking for real good captures that uh, intrigue me and that I think uh, when done might have that wow moment uh, yeah. for people when, when they see them. Uh, and it's really hard to, you know, I'm sitting in my studio right now. It's really hard to to look at a painting uh, as far as a picture and kind of get the breadth of it. Uh, it's uh, it's cool when, when people stand in front of them and, you know, they, you get that wild moment they go wow that's that's pretty cool so i uh i had one of those moments actually searching on your uh your instagram page i was scrolling through them and i i stumbled on the uh the oil canvas you have of that bison yeah that is yep. and i told james i'm like look at this, this thing is incredible and he goes yeah it's yeah. A big, it's a big painting it is it's uh i think that one is uh I think it's 42 square. And actually the gal I got that from was, uh, you guys are probably familiar with her on Instagram, uh, Adventure Amy. Um, she, she catches, she's got some great captures. And when I saw that, I just loved the look of the Buffalo. I loved the, the way he was tilted. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the sense of the, the vastness of where, where it was, where it was shot. Yeah. And, uh, so I got a hold of her, and that's kind of the way I've done it with a number of people. Uh, just things that I said, wow, oh, I love that picture. I love it. Yeah. And so I got a hold of Amy, and and actually we talked, spoke on the phone, and she goes, oh yeah, have at it. So she sent me the digital, and uh, I think that was uh, that was a two month affair doing that, but it came out good. You know, I it's one of my wife's favorite. Well, everybody loves it because you're kind of looking right at you. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody you're, you're can. Even- you're even capturing like the, the tuft of all the hairs on its head. And you yeah, know, that was a bastard. The decent, <laughs> oh, I bet it was. I mean, that's, oh. a, that's a fine brush right there. That is. Yeah. A fine it brush. was a, a number one round. And I think I went through, uh, I think I went through four of them just doing, just doing his hair. Uh, yeah. I was, I, I, I tend to dive into these paintings that, uh, certain certain ones uh i just have this via the picture and and the and the 
and the subject is just, I always end up with doing either a bazillion cedar shakes or uh, I call them beanpole or moose whips, like in Call's piece. And like, I'm working on trees right now with this landscape. And yeah. It's like, God, I'm so sick of them at this point, but I, <laughs> but it, it is, it's, it's unbelievable. When I, when I finally finished his hair, because I thought it was important because it, it is a close-up shot. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't going to be done with a big brush. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. We called yeah. him Luther. Luther. That's a great name. That's a great, great bison name. And if anybody's ever, like, seen bison hair, like, if you've camped in an area, you, you can always see it where they rub on stuff or whatever. It's, yeah. I mean, that is bison hair, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it looks just like it. And Jared, make a joke about my. I was, was going to say, you pretty much see bison hair every morning. <laughs> <laughs> looks like I got. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, no, so, you know, I had gotten in touch with you, Dave, through uh, John Altman. Um, sure. And he mentioned just, you know, interesting guy. And not very many people go from the life of football. And I'm guessing you played uh, to. I did. Yeah, to, to being an artist. Is that is that common? You know, is that something anybody you've heard anybody I, else do? Uh probably the only one that comes to mind is this day to you guys is Rosie Greer. Hmm. Um, and I, you probably don't even know who he was, is was. I, I don't even know that Rosie's still alive, but he played for the Giants and, and he was an artist and uh as a kid, and I was a big Giants fan. Yeah. Uh, I uh you know, it's interesting. My artist had kind of a, a, a speckled run uh, to elementary school or up to high school. Like I skipped a ton of classes in high school and, and everybody knew where I was. Uh, I was down to the art studio. Not smoking and, uh, weed under the bleachers like Jared? No, nah, no. Nah, I, I, uh, <laughs> my father would have wow. beat the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jared uh, never did that. It was just too easy. Uh, no. So it was... Uh, you know, I dabbled with it in high school. And then you know, when I went to, I went to UNH, I was a captain up there and, and uh, you know, I playing college ball can, it can be, I mean, that is really, that is your degree for, for the most part playing, you know, division one football yeah. and one double yeah. A. And uh, it was interesting. It was uh, oh, halfway through my senior year and I knew I wasn't going to finish on time. Right. And uh, I had some tryouts and I said, you know, in the spring, I said, I'm, I'm going to take a couple classes. Well, I showed up at a class to make a long story short. And uh, I was a little late to class and I just got back from uh, the Eagles or, or the Patriots trial. And I was pretty big back in, in college and I'm banging on the door and the, the professor opens the door and they're already sitting around They're They're doing a model session. Mm. And, uh, he opens the door and he goes, can I help you? And I said, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm in this class. He goes, oh, son, I, I think you're in the wrong building. I mean, I think I had a tank top on. And, <laughs> and, and I was benching 400, you know, squatting 500. And I, I was, I, I, I said, no, I, I, I'm in this class. And he goes, no, he goes, let me see your schedule. So I gave him the schedule. And he kind of looked at me and it was like begrudgingly, he says, all right, come on in. And, <laughs> So it was, uh, that's kind of the way it's been the whole time. It's like, are you, are you in the right building? Are you in the right class? And, uh, I ended up finishing up down to UMass and I had some great professors and, you know, football was in the rear view mirror playing. And, um, so one thing led to another and I ended up with my, my degree in, in studio arts and 
you know, football was coaching football was, uh, it's a, it's a tough profession and it's, uh, you know, especially when you get to be a D coordinator, I was up at four o'clock every morning and shutting it down at 1130. And, yeah. and, you know, watched a lot of sunsets where I wasn't in the woods because I, I mean, I love to hunt. I, uh, I'm, I'm maybe one click behind my painting as far as my passion for that. And I love being in the woods and I got three sons and, uh, they all hunt. They're really good hunters. And I just missed a lot of that for, yeah. for uh, 13 years. And, um, so I was, I was pretty happy when I packed it in. Uh, yeah. Not getting any money, but I'm happy as shit. So it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, well, your switch to art, uh, was a good switch. I'm looking at this, uh, Rosie Greer. He switched to needlepoint crochet. So, uh, well, I- I guess you did. I mean, I knew he was, he had, he had an artistic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying like so that, you know, there's needlepoint on one hand and, you know, painting oil paintings of hunting on the other one's a little bit more, you know, I, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. say, I'll leave say that you there. made the right choice. Yeah. I'm fine <laughs> with that. Although crochet is cold cool. choice, but the yeah. right. Choice. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's really interesting. Uh, did you grow up hunting? Like, did you grow up in the Northeast and yeah. I did. I grew up in uh, a little town in Western Massachusetts. Uh, God, I think we graduated 110 in our class and uh, they gave us Monday off uh, uh, opening day uh, yep. in school. And I, I, I don't even know how many places do that anymore. I'm, I'm sure they do out West and, and a lot of the places that, but out here in the Northeast, that's long gone by, but yeah, I, I grew up, uh, had a good friend of mine and my dad and, uh, first gun I towed around was an old model 12. I think it was almost as long as I was. And yeah. Sure. Just about hold, hold the God bless the thing up. And, uh, but it, uh, so we, we had a lot of fun growing up in, in our little rural town. It was, uh, you know, it was that type of deal. You know, when it was six o'clock, nobody called anybody's house cause they knew they were all sitting down eating, having dinner and, uh, you know, and when the street lights came on, that's when you knew you had to get home. So yeah, yep, uh, that type of deal, uh, and that was good. I, I, it, it was fun growing up that way. And uh, but I, I hunted as a kid. I bow hunted, and uh, and then once I got into the college, that kind of all drifted away a little bit. But for 20 years, I was a teacher of art. I, I taught in public and private schools, and oh really, um, being a student. Yeah, I, I've I've kind of run the mill of, of, uh, elongated resume as far as that's <laughs> concerned, the number of schools. And, uh, and it wasn't, uh, I decided to get out of teaching because I love to build. I built my house. And, uh, I think we spoke about this a little bit when the market crashed in eight, I was, uh, building log in uh, high end log homes and I was out of work again. And, and the guy that I played ball with at UNH, he was a, a tight end there. He was the head coach of sacred heart. He called me out of the blue. I was on my tractor. I was cutting wood. And, and he said, uh, what are you doing? I said, nothing. I said, I'm on my tractor. I'm on, I'm on, I'm unemployed. And, and, uh, he goes, Hey, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a ticket. He just passed away a year or two ago, but he says, Hey, you got to come down here and help me. I got problems down here. Uh, I, I want you to come down and help me clean this place out. So, one thing led to another, you know, I can't really pay you. You know, he's, he's kind of a joker. He goes, I'll give you three, 400 here, 500 there. Uh, 
anyway, nine years later, you know, I ended up being the coordinator and we won a couple titles and yeah, my, my travel from the little small little town of Shelby Falls has been here and there. Yeah. Um, I don't go anywhere now other than going in the woods. And I've been going through withdrawals here since the end of December, but, mm-hmm. uh, but in the off season, I just paint, uh, you know, I, I look for things that, uh, I think other people enjoy, uh, they'll sit down and have a beer and look at it. I mean, I obviously most of what I do, you guys have seen it. Like, uh, between the animals that I paint and, uh, the hunting scenes, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I kind of immerse myself in them looking around it usually month and a half, two month uh, projects. Yep. Uh, that was going to be my could... question. It takes you two months to, to paint this. I'm looking at the, uh, the, uh, the, the moose uh, where the guy in the plaid with the moose and the long, the long yeah. it looks like that took about two months. That actually was a little, little longer. That was because uh, the, the picture, I took it out of an old gray's uh, hunting journal. Yeah. Uh, I had a bunch of them that I saved for years. Uh, the guy's name is uh, Dick Hamilton. It was taken on the Ho-Ho Litna up in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved it because he was in, he was in traditional carb. I mean, yeah. I'm a big flannel guy and, you know, and he took it, he took it uh, uh, as a traditional bowman. Uh, but I always loved that picture and I saved that book and saved it. And I said, someday I'm going to paint. That was that was the second one I did, uh, and then uh, yeah, that was two and a half months, two two and a half months, and then I uh, after that I I saw a picture of uh, Aaron Schneider uh, with a muley, yeah, and and I loved the the, the ambers and uh, the rust that where it was set and the look on his face and, and holding the animal. And I said, God, that's a great picture. So one thing led to another, uh, Aaron sent me a digital and I did it. Uh, someday I'll, I'll get him to see it. Uh, you know, he's, he's out in golden. I think he's on his way to, to Wyoming or somewhere out there, but, uh, and that was a lot of fun. And then moving down the, the line, I did one for Donnie and, uh, Donnie Vincent, uh, uh, which was, that was epic. That was a big piece. That was 64 by 40 something, I think. <laughs> um, no, that was a long haul, but, uh, but it's, you know, and I, you know, I got Brian calls here and Brian's another one just because of these guys, he's so far away. And yeah. God, I, I priced out the ship Brian's. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Aaron's. And it was like, you know, I don't know what, Twelve hundred dollars. Oh yeah, because it's so huge. I said, you know what? I said at some point, if I ever get back out and do some elk hunting, I said I'll bring it to you. So, uh, you know what? I think if you painted a portrait of me, I would. You drive out. I would. I would drive out to you, pick you up, (laughs) and then we would, and then we'd go hunting. Yeah, then obviously then you go hunting right afterwards because that sounds like a good plan to me. I will always, I'll, I'll always be open to bartering on that. You got yeah. a trip, I'll do a piece. Followed by, and then we went hunting, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It looks like though, so oil, oil on canvas is kind of your, your main thing now, but you, it looks like you did some glass cutting for a while. Is that true? I did. I, I, when I was in, uh, I worked at a, a private boarding school for 12 years and 
it was sixth grade through ninth grade. We lived in the dorm, had to eat three squares in the dining hall all day. Mm. Uh, and after a year or two, it, you, know, you talk about just, you know, you had to coach three sports and they really got you by the balls doing that. But it's mm -hmm. fun. I mean, it was a good experience. My wife, she was teaching Spanish at the time there too. And uh, I said, I got to do something. I got to do something. And I painted a little bit, but they had a great glass studio uh, there. And I just started cutting glass and, and creating glass. And uh, yeah, I went through probably, uh, I would say 10 years cutting glass. Uh, and I fooled around. I ended up doing a lot of three-dimensional stuff, but I, even with my glass, I did some big pieces. Uh, and they are a lot of fun because the stained glass is such a unique medium because it just changes throughout the day. Your morning light affects it differently. And conversely, yeah. as you know, late in the day and, uh, it, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was fun doing it. I beat the, I mean, you get to the end of a project and my fingers are just, I got, everything's taped up because yeah. you just <laughs> grinding. And, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I did a lot of it actually. Uh, but no, I, that's, it's always there. I still got all the stuff, you know, once in a while somebody has, Hey, can you fix this piece of my, you have a crack in there or something. I'll fiddle around with that a little bit, but yeah, uh, my gig, gig right now is, is painting. So, yeah, that's that is incredible. And I, I just I didn't know coming into this conversation you were actually also an art teacher, because that's like yeah, I mean that's you've just done, like that's a huge switch from from art teaching art to then building a house to to coaching a football team. <laughs> who like, that's what who's, I mean, like who is harder to keep in line? Your football players or your students? What what grades were they again? Oh, I taught uh, oh, 12 years, uh, six through nine, sixth grade through ninth grade. Now we had kids from all over the, all over the world at this school. It was one of the predominant boarding schools. Okay. Uh, and that was surreal in and of itself. Like in our advisory group, we had Faye Dunaway's son. Uh, we had, uh, I had Michael Douglas. I had Cameron in my group. Uh, it was, it was high hitters. I mean, a lot of them, it would not be, uh, it was, it wasn't unusual to see a helicopter landed on a baseball field, you know, them getting out. Really? Colors, yeah. Uh, Jordan's King Jordan. I actually, I think it's King Jordan. Now Jordan went there. Uh, he went there. So I did that for, that was all teaching, teaching and, and dorm life. And, and, uh, and then after that, I, I bounced around. I, I taught, uh, public school art, which was, I love that. That was just jumping up that grade level, ninth through 12th was awesome working for, with kids that um, a lot of them didn't have much. It was a tough high school I was at, okay. uh, but they loved, they loved getting their hands. I taught pottery and uh, we did painting and uh, uh, drawing class. And that was a lot of fun. And then from there, I got solicited to go to a, another pot, public school to be the Dean of Students. Uh, which was, I love that job. That, that was a great job. I mean, they were rugged kids. Uh, you know, it was interesting. The first interview I had with, with a principal, uh, when I went back for my second interview, he offered me the job and we talked a little bit and we got ready to finish up and he kind of slid a piece of paper across the desk to me. And I flipped it open and there was six names on it. And, uh, he, he was just a great guy, great mentor. He said, uh, 
this school would be a much better place if these kids weren't here. And uh, I said, Roger that. So, uh, so I ended up trying to really work with, with that five or six kids. You know, some kids are unreachable and, and you know, sure. for having not a, most of them didn't have, you know, a good parent at home or uh, to kind of guide them along. And uh, I only reached uh, two out of that six, uh, but uh, I was happy with that because I, they had written them, most people, teachers yeah. and, and written them off. Uh, and, uh, but that was cool. And then right across the road was another boarding school that was nine to 12. And uh, my boys had applied there. Uh, they were hockey players. And lo and behold, their dean of students walks in to my office. And we spoke a little bit. And I had met him earlier, uh, briefly, over at a, a, a orientation with my guys. And, and uh, I just said to him, I said, uh, I said, Dean, I said, uh, uh, I just care why you're here. Like, you know, being a dean of students in high school, you don't really have a lot of downtime. Right. And he, goes, oh, he, and he just said, all right, I'll get to the point. He goes, I'm going to offer you a job. I want you to come over. I want you to run the biggest residential dorm in the country and uh, and do a little coaching. And uh, you'll be a residential uh, uh, dorm head. Yeah. And I said, what the heck? I said, <laughs> I, said what's wrong? I said, what's wrong with the dorm? I said, what have you had problems? And they did have some problems, some hazing and, and whatnot, but, you know, it was interesting. Dynamically, you had a dorm that at night looked like an ocean liner, hundred guys on the right side, hundred guys, hundred girls on the left side with four right. floors. So you, you can just imagine that the problems uh, that, that are created when you have that kind of proximity and dynamics and uh, it, it, <laughs> They're it was living right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You didn't have to far, go far to, that would have saved us a lot of trouble back in, you know, back in the day, Jared. That would have made things a whole lot. Of, we live kind of in the country, so you'd a, it's a long way to find a girl, you know. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot of moments where I'd open a door and and I said, "All right, I'm gonna go back out a couple minutes, both of you get dressed, and then we're gonna talk." <laughs> it was like, you know, it was unbelievable. So um, that was that was five years there, and I ended up going to another prep school after that. Well, being like a the big guy that you are, like I would imagine for students, you see like this big guy coming in telling you to put your clothes on. Like I would imagine they move pretty quick when you, when you said no, that. They, so. they, they were pretty good. I mean, they, I mean, kids are going to be kids. I mean, they're going to, it is what it is. I mean, you're 16, 17, 18, and we have postgrads. Yeah. So okay. They, they're going to be hunting all the time. Yeah. And uh, it's it, uh you know, that was just part of the whole scene. Just trying to keep them, just get to vacation, get to vacation. I don't care what you do when you go out that door, just have a hell of a time. But try not to do it here. It, it was, uh, but they're good. I mean, most of the kids are really good. Um, yeah. Had a lot of fun. I, I really did it. I mean, it reminded me a lot of the shit that I went through. And now I'm here, I'm trying to advocate and to do this and make good decisions. And uh, so it, it was, that was interesting. It was, it was, uh, it was fun and a lot of late nights. Yeah. A lot of late nights. Yeah. You know, it was, it, I'd have fun with it. I mean, if you didn't have fun going into those jobs, you're, you're not long for it. I can't believe uh, that. I had, uh, I had a great laser back in the day when lasers weren't much and uh, weren't a big thing. And like a laser pen? 
Yeah. So okay. lights out, depending on when lights out was, uh, I'd go out of the dorm and I'd get about, I don't know, 50, 60 yards away so I could see all four floors. Mm-hmm. And I could see who was up and who was screwing around. And, <laughs> and dude, I'd put that laser right on them, right, right on the side of their head. And tell and then I'd move it a little bit like the kids on the fourth floor and I and I just move it a little bit so they could see it in front of them and they'd look up and they go what the hell is that and you could hear them talking to themselves but I just the shit you used to do just have fun and yeah and they they'd look out and they go wizard is that you out there and I said go to bed shut off the lights just <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's really funny uh <laughs> Just, I've got a lot of questions. So you go from that to, to building your house, deciding to be done with that to football, right? Coach. Yeah. You, I mean, you didn't have any coaching experience prior to that. Well, I did. I did. Well, I coached all through high school, all through okay. those, all, all through those programs and schools that I went to. The only one I didn't coach at, well, there was two, there was, uh, uh one of the public schools that I, after I left a private school, uh, I didn't coach football. That was the first time I, well, I didn't, I, I've coached football, baseball, hockey, uh, ski, uh, but I didn't coach there. And then when I moved to the Dean of Students, I didn't coach. So those are my, that was my two year hiatus from coaching. But other than that, it was, it was generally uh, always football uh, mm-hmm. and baseball. I played baseball in the too. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, interesting run (laughs) (laughs) that is an interesting i mean just a a crazy way to get to well now you're you're a full-time painter uh so coming out of football right you 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 coached you decided this is it this is the the time um day one i always think about like when people make such a big switch they sit down on their first day did you just stare at a blank sheet for a while like what's that first day like where you're like all right i'm taking the plunge here i am well actually I, uh, when I left the program and I got on the interstate, uh, and I think it was, uh, I don't know. I want to say it was around noon mm-hmm. and, uh, I was on, I was in the woods in about two, two hours. Okay. Nice. Every man should. <laughs> well, you know, you, 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 I will answer your question in a second, but I just remember and what little time I had, I had put up uh, two setups. Nice. Uh, we live up in, we live up in the hill up here, and I, that's all the time I had. I had two places that I knew were uh, that were going to be decent, and uh, I just remember up being on a setup that evening, and mm-hmm. why didn't I do this <laughs> so early? And it was like, you know. So that was good in the answer to your question, uh, James. I I knew I was going to paint. I, I knew I was going to dive into it, and uh, I had I had some stuff that I had saved, like the uh, Ho Ho Litna, the, the Dick Hamilton, with the one you talked the first one yeah. you talked about, Moose on the river. I knew I wanted to do that, and I knew I wanted to do a big one because uh, I wanted people just to sit right in front of it and be with him on the river with the moose. Yeah. Um, so I had to answer your question. There wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, what do they call it? You know, writer's block in that regard. Right. I, I knew what I wanted to do. I had three or four things lined up. Uh, 
I did a, uh, I had another picture of, of uh, I think it, I have it posted there, a guy in a river fishing, an old guy fly fishing. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do that. So I banged those two out and, uh, and I started to get introduced to uh, Instagram. Ah, uh, sure. And, uh, and at the time, uh, Aaron was, was doing a lot and he was, uh, he was everywhere. And I saw that piece and, uh, I said, God, I want to do that one too. So that's kind of the way it's, but to answer your question, there really wasn't a lot of idle time. I, I I knew what I wanted to do, but I was going to, I was going to get in the woods first. And, uh, so, uh, so that's how that played out. I, I mean, obviously there are times where, uh, you know, I struggle with between pieces because I spent so much time up in the studio. Um, so I, I try to budget my, my way on the, the down times that when I don't have a canvas going, I get my wood in and, and uh, do other things that need to be done around here. But uh, now I, I did, to come back to that for a circle, I, I never, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I had two or three things right off the get go that I wanted to do. And, uh, and I wanted to see if I could still, God bless it, paint. Yeah. Uh, it had been so long since I've been, I mean, I knew I could paint something, but to do some epic pieces that are time consuming because generally I'll get up at, at four thirty, five o'clock. I'll have a cup of coffee and I'll come up and I'll paint till uh, my wife's getting ready to go to work. And then once she leaves, I, I'm, I'm at it all day. Okay. Uh, I walk, walk my dog three times a day, but other than that, I, I'm, I'm freaking grinding, frustrated and, and, just after it so yeah uh, you know no, for I, a second, I just, dave i thought you were gonna say as soon as the wife left i kicked off the socks and kind of yeah <laughs> i took myself. a big nap because i got up at 4 30 yeah. in the morning yeah yeah <laughs> you know, she, she's funny she'll get home she goes, well how much tv you watch today you, you, you what'd you watch did you binge on clancy again or whatnot I, said, no. No, I, I feel so guilty i, I freaking God. so no i i try to hammer it as much as much or more than I did coaching. Uh, it ain't going to get done if I'm downstairs or I'm just goofing around. Yeah. It's yep. kind of my big thing. Yeah. Well, and I like that you picked that, that Aaron Snyder. It's funny. I, I, I knew the Aaron Snyder picture before I even saw your painting of it because I had oh, seen really? it before and I always had thought that is like, that's a great picture. He's kind of got this grass in the background. He's got the cool headband on. It's just like yeah. an epic looking, like if you were to oh, get yeah. a nice mule deer, like, and someone was taking a picture of you, you want it to look like that, you know? <laughs> so oh, it was, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, he, putting aside the scenery, which is, is just for lack of an uh, overused word, it just, it's epic. Yes. Uh, but he, he just in his garb and his camo and his headband and some of the, you know, the, the, the camo paint on, on his cheeks that come down. I mean, it was kind of a badass piece. I said, no, it is. That. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. That's, that's Jared. Yeah. That's the paint. That's the, the, the look Jared wants, you know, he's got to look badass. This one. <laughs> right. It's going to yeah. take some artistic Liberty. You're going to take some, have to take some artistic Liberty with that one uh, to make him look real badass. but no, that's, that's no, the yeah. beard's good. You put a headband on, you'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Apparently headband is what it takes there, Jared. That's right. <laughs> You you only wear a headband if you don't have a full head of hair. Yeah, it would look a little weird without any hair. On <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. It's just not a good look. Um, 
So you are, you're still painting. How many paintings do you work on at the same time? I see two in the background. One. Dude, one. I tried to do, I, I tried to do duels. Yeah. Uh, to go from one to the other. And I, I, I think it's my OCD. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I can't because I get so immersed in uh, between the palette and what I'm working with with paint. Yeah, and yeah. I can't go from, because, I mean, this is generally a shit show in here. I got paper, uh, paper <laughs> towel everywhere. Uh, but if you ever look, have seen somebody's palette, I mean, it, it generally is, it, it, it's messy. It, it, yeah, it's a mess, but in a good way, right. because you know, you know where everything is. I mean, you can take a, uh, you know, a yellow and a cobalt blue and you got, you know, six, seven, eight, nine greens that you're working with and you're adding a little Alzerian red and, you, and you're goofing around with it. And I just couldn't go to another palette and work on something that, uh, say I was doing a black and white, I, I did a, a series of black and whites. Yeah. Uh, or something where the palette is totally different where I'm working with all blues or more uh, ambers and rusts, uh, siennas. Uh, it was, I tried it. It, it didn't work for me. I got so frustrated. I mean, I think I snapped a couple of brushes in half, and uh, I just I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> do you do but that? I, do I you know... snap stuff when you're you're pissed when you're painting. Oh, wicked! I sometimes if I yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see that. There are few and far between, but it. I mean, it's like anything else. I just get. I, I, well, to give you an example, uh, Donnie Vincent's piece. Yeah. Uh, the the shot was at a fair distance away and actually will took the shot yeah. john altman's and uh the eye which was really small as far as the, the piece is concerned uh, i worked on his eye just his eye with the highlight and i could not get it right for i it, i think it was like six hours uh Holy cow. just to get him just to get him where he was focused on one particular area working across the river. Yeah. Because every time I goofed with it, every time I moved it, it looked like he was preoccupied uh, uh, other than where he was meant to be looking. Sure. Uh, so I'm looking at it uh, right now. So keep talking. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I changed it and I changed it and I changed it. And uh, that was one of my two busted brushes because I, my whole <laughs> brush, I, I just snapped it with my 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 thumb and my index finger. I said, "God, I said, this is not working. I can't yeah. get it." Because, you know, when you do portraiture, especially when they're looking at you, uh, you know, the, the iris, the crown of the eye, it's got to be the nearest point to you as viewing it. it as far as I'm concerned, has got to be the closest to you, and when it isn't. Instead of looking like if I'm looking right at Jared right now, instead of looking mm. right at you, I'm looking at your left ear. Or I'm sure. looking at yep. your right ear. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? And you're not centered. And uh, so many of them. And it's like the almonds piece. I, I God, I think I goofed with, with John. I think I changed, changed uh, John Altman. I think I changed his face four times because oh, he, he, never, he never was looking right at you. It was always like, okay, he's at the three o'clock. Now he's yep. at the six o'clock. You know what I mean? And I, and that just drives me bananas because it's, uh, I think maybe if I had another 10 or 15 years painting it, most guys, I know that the people that are very good at it, that they can whip it out 
but I tend to be a perfectionist yeah. uh, in what I try to do because I, I would say I'm a realist in that regard that uh, if, if somebody's looking at you, I, I, I want you to interact with them in a way that you're looking right back at them. And, and I think that's what captures yeah. those particular moments. Because um, if they're if they're looking if they're looking at somebody behind you, it just doesn't work. Right. It doesn't feel like you're not connecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's 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 gotten much easier, but uh, it, it's it's amazing the little just the highlight just here and there, it will change the whole scope of of his direction, um, and and to me that's that's the beauty of it when they can look like. If, if you're a pa painting right now, looking at you, Jared, then we're looking at each other. We're right. looking at each other. You know, you're not looking past me. You're not looking low on me. We're looking right at each other. Yeah. So those are those are things that, uh, you know, getting back to, I get frustrated. Hell, I freaking I'm, I used to be a redhead before I was a whitehead. So. Uh, <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I when you. When you find that, you know, that iris is in the wrong spot or the focal point of that portrait is in the like the wrong position and you're getting frustrated because you're going to try to fix it. Like, is this a, like a full repaint of the face? Or are you just touching up around where the eyes are? Or like, how does that, it's how just, does that work? It's just the eye. Just the eye it's you just got to redo? It's just the eye. I mean, obviously, structurally, you know, your eyes generally s sit in the middle of your head and your nose yeah. halfway. Down. And those uh, dynamics, those are easy to navigate and, and sketch as you go. But when you get into the, when you get into the personal side, for me, when I've done portraiture, uh, that's when, uh, what's the word I want to use? That's, that's when you, you kind of, you're a little bit better than than most when you can make that connection when you can get somebody that uh, is interacting with you on a flat surface yeah. rather than a three dimensional. Uh, yeah. Then I think you're getting somewhere. And I, dude, I I'm fr I get frustrated and it's 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 a learning. I, I learn every day. I I'm learning right now. I haven't done a portrait in a long time. This piece is up at my son's camp up in in northern Maine. Uh, it's a uh, you know, to, to try to, you know, people see sunsets, try to paint them and, and get that effect or, uh, you know, kind of draws you in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, is that the, where is John Galt? Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah. Is that what that one is? I like yeah. the callback. I don't know how many listeners would know who is John no. Galt, but no. And it, it's sad in, in a way, given yeah. all of the BS we're going through right now. It, it uh, but I'm we could a, use a I'm little a bit fan. more of that for sure. <laughs> Holy cow. You got, that, you got that right. I you know, pick and choose my battles. That's what God bless you. Yeah. Now, when, when you nail that highlight, right, you got it right. And you're just like, yes. Like, do you throw up a like confetti or like, if, no. if, I, if I were to nail, like, <laughs> if I were just to nail that little detail and I've been frustrated all day working on that, I would be. I think I would snap a paintbrush in excitement. In excitement, a, a celebratory snap. Yes. No, I see. I'm just the opposite. I like my battle is with me all the time. Mm -hmm. Like all I do, all I do is battle myself. And like, and I was in a different part of the house. I was down cellar and uh, with a setup down there with that 
what Donnie's saying. And when I finally got it right, I think it was like six to seven o'clock at night. Uh, I just looked at it and I kind of sat back and I said, it's a bon effing time. You are <laughs> awful, awful. And just moving now, you know, now, you know, you're doing the horses, you just keep, keep plodding yeah. along. Yeah. I, I suppose, Jared, to answer you, I, I suppose I, I pause and say, hell yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if I can kick myself hell. in the ass, I, I do it. But uh, now it's it's uh, some of them are frustrating. Like Aaron's was Aaron's was awesome. I did Aaron's in one shot. Of course, he's not looking at you, but he's looking at the animal. Yeah. And I did him in one shot. Uh, I did uh, the almonds piece, and that was that was awesome for me. To I sh I showed that at a gallery drove cross lots across Maine. If anybody's been across Maine on the widest part, it's a long drive to get to John's. Uh, but I did, uh, I did Josh in one shot. I did Will in one shot and John was, I did him two or three times. Uh, but uh, that, that for me was, that's the first time uh, that I had, I think I mentioned this to you, Jane. That's the first time that I've done a, kind of an epic full-blown portraiture setting uh painting like that and then finally sat down with the people that i painted them yeah um, he mentioned that so cool, yeah which was so cool because uh john was going to come over to the showing and see it he couldn't make it something had come up and uh i was going back up to pick up i had 15 pieces up there on uh, 12 foot trailer and i said you know what i called john i said i'm coming across because my son lives right below him about an hour Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to come across. I, I said, I, I want you to see it. Uh, I didn't tell him I was going to leave it there. I, <laughs> I, I, thought I, I thought I would surprise him with that. But uh, when I got there, it was so cool because when I got there, he and Josh were there. And we shot the we, we sat on the back, on the back of his barn on the steps and we were shooting the shit for a while, getting to know each other. And Will showed up. And uh, I think we spoke for about a half an hour and I hadn't taken anything out of the trailer. And, uh, there was kind of a pause in our, what we were talking about. And, and uh, I said, well, you want to see it? And Josh, he's such a great kid. I don't know if you guys have ever met yeah, Josh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's an awesome kid. Will is too. Will, I mean, Will's obviously a little quieter, but uh, Josh was, was funny. Yeah, let's get it out. Let's get it <laughs> out. So I pulled it out and, and I set it against it. We went in the bar and set it against a beam and, and uh, I unwrapped it and left the, just a finite wrap that's on the inner wrap. And I says, look, take it down. And uh, it was so cool for me as an artist to just look at their reaction uh, when they opened it. And they were all three right there, all three of those guys. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was cool for me. It was like, all right, that, that's, why, that's why I do it. And, uh, and I, those, those, situations have been been rare uh, we were hoping to bump into donnie when he was up on his moose hunt because his piece was up there at John's. that's right yeah yeah uh, that didn't work out which is fine uh, but i love like for aaron to see it and, and brian and uh but that to me was that was that was like that was a wild moment that that was like okay i'm i'm, I'm decent at what i'm doing yeah uh, so uh so i tell you not to go into a tangent, but I had all these pieces 
Yeah. I had I had the buffalo, the rams. I had uh, some white tails. Uh, I got a bunch of them in here. And uh, I said, uh, you want to see Don? You want to get out Don? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, make a long story short, we got out six pieces. <sighs> and we hung, we hung them in the barn. And uh, they looked awesome. Uh, so they stayed there for, I don't know, a month and a half. And I went up uh, late, uh, during bow season. It was uh, second week, Maine. And went up and picked up uh, picked up the other pieces, and I, I left uh, John's uh, John Will and, and Josh's piece up there. I said, "You guys enjoy this for a while." I said, "Just gonna sit in my in my studio." Yeah. I said, "Have have at it, and drink a few beers for me while you are reminiscing <laughs> about hunts, John." And uh, and I left Donnie's up there, and, and Donnie ended up at uh, piece ended up. Uh, I guess Will had just built built a house or something, or bought a house, so he, he brought it there. Uh, but that was, to me, that was pretty awesome that to just awesome. watch the expression on their eyes. And they're just like, oh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Well, what I like about it is, um, you know, hunting in America and art go together a lot more than I think people really realize, you know, yeah. for the longest time, we were this wild land in a new place and, you know, guys would paint it and show it off. And you, you, I was just in the art museum a couple of days ago in Detroit. Um, and I mean, it's these epic, you know, landscape paintings of stuff that the old world wasn't used to seeing. And so like part yeah. of our identity was told through painting and hunting, you yes. know, and, and, and so what you're doing is like very consistent with what it is to be an American and especially American hunter. Um, you know, I think of, um, so my wife, art history major, so I did a lot of flashcards with her in, in college when we were dating, yeah. you know, yep. had to keep her interested in me and, you know, whatever, whatever that took. So I ended up picking up a little bit along the way. Um, huge fan of the Winslow Homer. Uh, yes. For anybody listening, there's look him up. He's got some, you know, guys out in boats. He's got this one of this kid with a hound next to him. He's dragging this buck up uh, a hill and it's just like, it, it's just awesome. Right. And it's just, yeah. Tough a lot like your art you you look at it and there's like well there's a story there's a story right here and you kind of yeah. can see it and you tell it and what i like about your painting um not only that it kind of fits with who we are as americans and hunters but every painting has movement and every painting has this interesting character that you just you look at for you just keep looking at it you can't stop looking at it and i don't know if it's yeah. the way you move your brush or how that works but it it, it is phenomenal well, I appreciate it. I'd I, I love for you to see him in person because I that's where it just kicks up a notch. Yeah. Where, you know, people say, Oh, that's really nice, but you know, but then the stand in front of them, uh, that's when you really say, Okay, I'm going in the right direction because people say, Wow, that's that's unbelievable. My biggest thing because of the pieces that I work, the size of them, I really want people to stand in front of them and yeah. kind of become part of it. Uh, you know. <laughs> My wife's always saying, why don't you work on something small? I say, I get claustrophobic. I can't do it. Yeah, it's too right. small. No, it's too small. So, uh, <laughs> but that's, you know, to, to dovetail on what you, what you just said, that's yeah. what I'm trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. uh, to preserve, like I had, I had some posters done for a show a couple of years ago and uh, I put on them, uh, protect our heritage, defend okay. our culture. Yep. And, uh, it's important to me because I, I see the swing of it and uh, 
I think more people may be getting in the hunt for maybe the wrong reasons. Sure. Uh, and I mean, I grew up, I grew up, you know, with a father who said, all right, you know, we went in in dark, he sat me down, he goes, do not leave here until I come back. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Was- I did the same thing and I freaked <laughs> me out when I was a little kid. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I'm dark. Like usually it was pretty, it was dark for a while by the time you made it back to me, you know? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's not to say what what's going on today is wrong, but I, I just, right. I, I, I was, I've always been a sitter and, and, uh, but you know, you, you go dark to dark sitting. <laughs> uh, that, that's a tough road to hoe right there. Uh, you know, especially when you're sitting on, sitting on, you know, two years ago, I sat for uh, five days on, on two big signposts, uh, of dark to dark. Yep. And, uh, nothing not a not a thing saw a nice moose but uh i guess that's what i'm trying to trying to capture and, and when it's all said and done to wherever these end up uh I, hopefully it tells that story of of people who are passionate who are passionate about uh backcountry hunting uh, yep elk hunting uh you know muley plane hunting uh, ram hunting all of it uh I, it's, uh, it's something that, uh, I don't see a lot of, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm not to say I'm trying to, uh, corner something. I, I think that's my niche, uh, you know, not making much money on it, but I think I'm getting better at some point. The worm will turn. I hope. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all the people that are listening to the podcast, you know, are going to go out and buy pieces and do, do you, do you, um, <laughs> Yeah. Do you do shows a lot? Is that how, how this typically goes? You paint a, a series and go on. How, how does that work? I've done, uh, I've done two shows now, but with this whole stupid uh, <laughs> COVID thing, it, yeah. it's, it, it's knocked the sporting shows out of whack. It, it's, you know, and people are paranoid. And to be honest with you, I, uh, I get frustrated around that type of hysteria. I, I really uh, do. I, I, I do. And it's just me and, uh, you know, and I'm not one of these guys. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bend the things that are principled with me to just to maybe sell something. I just, I'm not, I, I, I've kind of made a decision, you know, what? I'm just going to, when hunting season's over, I'm just going to do a bunch more paintings. And yeah. at, at some point, I think the opportunity will show that, uh, I can really cater and find a venue that, uh, guys who, who love to be in the woods, who love to hunt fish, um, uh, can walk you know through this gallery and say oh this is what it's about yeah this is something i can really uh appreciate and uh so that's you know the whole the whole uh pandemic thing it's kind of screwed everything up but in a way i I do more painting so (laughs) yeah a blessing in disguise your your work from home w f h work from home yeah that's what it is that's what everybody talks about these days yeah. Yep. So you, you, you've got some coming, uh, down the pike. It looks like you're finishing up. You got your next one planned out yet. Yeah, actually. Uh, oh God, I can't remember her name. Uh, is it Becca? She's a traditional bow hunter. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know that you're she takes familiar her, with her. her kid with her a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember. Her she last had name. a, she had a, uh, uh, a pose actually i'm looking at the picture right over there anyway i i hadn't i haven't done a female yet and and i wanted to get 
a gal on canvas hunting uh, in a hunting or fishing scene. And yeah. uh, she had a great uh, shoot. It was, uh, I think they were marketing something else, but you know, she's in a prone position and she's at full draw uh, and she's got some of the garb on. And I, I really, I really like that. I mean, that tells us, I think it tells the story of uh, not only the hunting, uh, the bow hunting aspect, but it, it it's, uh, and she's passionate about uh, what she does. And you yeah. can see that. Uh, so that's on my docket and I've talked to her and she's actually sent me the digital for that. Uh, and then uh, at, at some point I want to do a big bull moose uh, in a kind of a uh, rugged setting. Uh, yeah. I'd like to get him maybe in rut uh, where he's a little pissed off. If I can catch that moment by somebody uh, that's something I want to do. And, and my son, one of my sons, I've got twin sons and uh, a younger by three years uh, than them. Uh, he just wrote a children's book. So I'm, I'm trying to illustrate that for him. It's oh, about wow. a chicken. Yeah, it's called Rebecca the Hen. Hmm. And it's right. at Rebecca. Rebecca the Hen. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And Rebecca the Hen flies the coop in a helicopter. So I'm trying <laughs> to illustrate it. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of comical. I, I, uh, I've been doing all pen and ink for that. So, uh, which has been a little bit diverge, you know, moving in a lot of direction. And I just told him about a month ago, I said, dude, I'm done. I said, I can't look at it on the chicken. Cause we got eight chickens or <laughs> yeah. you know, we got 10 chickens. And I've been out taking pictures every morning of them roosting and laying and trying to get the optimum pictures of stupid chickens. And I just told him, I, I think I'd done like eight pen and inks. And uh, I said, Zach, I said, I'm done. I, I got to get back on canvas. I said, just give them to the illustrator. If they want them, fine. If they don't, get somebody else to do it. Uh, he goes, Dad, just relax. It'll be all right. It's good. So uh, I had a run with chickens. I, I, I'll feed them now, but I, I, I'm not drawing any more chickens. So. <laughs> you know, I'm not a huge fan of chickens. I, I take care of my, my brother and sister-in-laws when they're out of town always. And it's just poop. I mean, they're just poop and they just... That's all it is. I'm just scraping. And I feel like, especially now there's, they're not laying eggs. They're just taking up space, just clucking and pooping yeah. and making me do stuff. Yeah. The winter months are tough for chickens and it's been cold as a bastard. You guys know that. Um, yeah. So they weren't laying for about a month. And I said yeah. to, to my wife, I said, you know what? Like you said, I'm sick of feeding them. I'm sick of cleaning them. And uh, they're not producing and yeah. we're giving them feed. They're, they're not holding their end of the bucket. That's so. right. I talked, I talked to a good friend of mine. He goes, just put a red lamp in there. So put a red lamp in there, James. And they were laying eggs within. Like, I'll have to let him know. He, he doesn't, man. he doesn't keep his warm enough. He has, so he started with chickens and then he expanded into Guinea fowl. You know, yeah. if you've ever looked those up, they are, they're the dumbest bird that exists, <laughs> I think. Uh, and then they have ducks, but the Guinea fowl got kind of sad actually, but got, frostbite on their their toes and they yep. fell off and so yep. they they just walk around on pegs we call there's one they call them peggy peggy and i i think i, I was pushing for lieutenant dan for the other one uh but they walk around and it's like i don't know like yeah. they kind of stumble fall walk but they seem to be fine it's weird yeah no i don't i uh i love our chickens because i love not paying for the eggs but uh I, I'm not drawing another chicken for a while, so. It's a, <laughs> well, 
I'm done. Yeah. Well, hey, we're, we're coming up on time here. Um, but what I want to make sure is that people can go see your art. Um, they can look at it online. They can ask you questions about it and so on. So for people who are looking to, to, to find you, uh, what's the best place for them to, to start? And where, where can they find you? Instagram. Uh, I got rid of my website because uh, it wasn't generating. <laughs> it was costing me more than it was bringing in. So just mm -hmm. Instagram, I, I just throw them on there. And it's just, it's a uh, uh, D-Wisman art. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the easiest way, James. I again, I'm, I'm not a big marketing guy. I I'm not a big, which I guess I should be. Uh, self promotion has never, never been my big thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I figured if you build it, they will come. So that's right. I'm, I'm still building. <laughs> Love it. Well, keep Always building good. it. Uh, keep posting it. It's been it's been fun to follow. Um, you know, I was just looking. Jared had been commenting on your stuff like. A long time ago creeping around your your instagram so uh keep it coming out we really appreciate you and, and what you do and for you taking the time to talk about your your interesting story to becoming an artist after being a football teach uh player uh, coach teacher player i mean and all the other things you were doing so thank you again for your time and it was good yeah. to good to chat